these things get hard. Yes, I know these things get hard. That's for sure. What's wrong? I said the second we started recording. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, it is what it is. We have um, we have new things. You know, I set up a new situation. Anyway, these things get hard. That's for sure. Dun, dun, dun. If I can take my body, leave my soul. If I can take my body, leave my soul. That's my jam. If it's cool, I'll lay beside you. If it's cool, I'll lay beside you. Oh, man. That's a cut. It is a cut. Ah, I love good songs. See, the thing about music, the thing about, think about like indie music is it always sounds better when you can touch the artist. Where you could be like, hey, man. Good job. Right. <laughs> Good job. Song. I fuck with that song. Um, hey. Alt and Delete 2 was coming up. Your Make sure y'all get y'all popcorns ready, huh? Your brother said good. Like, what up, Rock? <laughs> what up? Nigga said birthday. This nigga birthday the other day. Oh, happy birthday. We 32? 30? Are you 30 now? Hey. Good wow. Lord. Talking about some hey. <laughs> the lady of the house like I'm seasoned. What? What? <laughs> You used to like them young skinny boys. Now you like them old, dark, and seasoned. Hey, Did shout I out like to us. <laughs> what? Young and skinny. Like them young and skinny. Okay, on Thursday, I found out you found, did you find uh, Russell Wilson quite fine? <laughs> Hit the intro, sweetheart. Shout out to the niggas who remember the chords, okay? <laughs> Shout out to my members who remember. It is crazy to me that we in the midst of season three. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And look at us now. Well lit. Yeah. Okay? Wow, this is the third year. It's the third year. 420 will be our third birthday. Yeah. Like, no hyperbole. No, we didn't really start like in 1989 and then we took a 30-year a break. Nah, nigga, this is on 420. We'll be entering into our third year. As podcasters. That's crazy. And if I think about it hard enough, how many episodes we got on? We got like eight episodes this season, 49 episodes last season. If I'm not mistaken, this might be my longest podcast now. It's longer than Over the Shoulder, R.I.P. to Over the Shoulder, man. Wait, it's done? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's done. It's done. We all love each other, which is yeah. which is a great thing about a, a breakup, I suppose. But yeah. It's done. Oh, we had sad. our time. It is a little sad. I like we had our time. Over the shoulder was good. Yeah. Over the shoulder was a good show. It was a good show, but it, it, it eventually uh, let us here. Anyway, and here is welcome back to another episode of Awake and Make with B. Mm. Mm. With B. Uh, uh, with B. Mo. Yeah. This is your Solution Big Podcast where we talk about all things black all the time. But you know, it's not all just black things. It is mostly black things, though. Yeah. It is like, 
91% black. The lady of the house is going through. Let me tell y'all something about pain. <laughs> Let me tell you something about pain. I actually realized in the middle of the night what the problem is. What? When I sleep on, sometimes I'll sleep on my shoulder and not have a pillow. Like I wake up in the middle of the night and it'll just be me neck uh-uh. like this. Sweet. And then so I wonder why my whole right side feel like it's just mushed into one canal. You got three pillows. On you got your three side. pillows, and somewhere around two o'clock in the morning, I'm like, fuck them pillows. <laughs> <laughs> so we in pain anyway. But welcome back to another episode of Wake and Bake with BMO. I'm your host, BMO. Make sure we're saying good morning to the illustrious, the amazing, the stupendous. I got that from WrestleMania. The stupendous lady of the house. Make sure we saying good oh. morning. <laughs> And when we say good morning, make sure we're putting that in the chat. Make sure we're putting that somewhere where the lady of the house can see. We have to let her know that we respect her and we appreciate her. Thanks. Because the name of the show is Wake and Bake with BMO. I understand that. I get that. But I have to be honest with myself. I like my name on stuff. I had to tell my business partner the same thing. Like, if I'm being honest, if I'm being true to me, if I'm being transparent about what I want, yeah. I want my name on it. I want everything to be with BMO. I want when you throw your concert and you get me to host, I want it to be Garden Series with BMO. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> the speaking situation with BMO. That's what I want it all, the BMO box. The BMO nights. I want to be like Apple. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I want everything I BMO. Um Hey, good morning. Is that G2? G Unit Lewis? No, that's that's the other Gary. Oh, hey, good morning, Gary. <laughs> What's up, Gary? It's good to see you, man. That's the Gary that's in the military, young Gary. Nice. He used to be in the um, used to be in the boys and girls club, Gary. Oh, okay. I gotta find that video of of young Gary. It's been one of my drop boxes, but young Gary uh, starring. We did like our own little version of all that. Nice. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> find, I gotta find the video. We did one skit and an intro. Apparently, all that was very hard to make because <laughs> I couldn't get these little niggas to participate at all. <laughs> he also uh, said Spark went up for the OTS pod. Who said that? G Unit. Oh wow! Yeah. Must listen to that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, but welcome back to another episode. This morning we have uh, some interesting things we want to talk about. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to do this. We are, as always, we are being provided by the Washington Informer Bridge. Okay, wibridgedc.com. My nigga is in Guantanamo right now. Hey. Shout out to Lafayette. I don't think Lafayette coming back. I'll be honest with you. I don't, blame him. I don't think he's coming back. It's he left here. last week and he was like, ah, I don't got a return ticket. I don't think nigga coming back. I don't think he's coming back. Sorry, Simha. I don't think that nigga coming back, Damn. though. <laughs> you had to meet that nigga out there. Quintana Roo. Quintana Roo. This man has been everywhere. Uh, so shout out to the bridge. And as always, we'll continue to be sponsored by season two of what's going on DMV with the media prince where they bring you art and entertainment. <laughs> Let's see what the media prince got to say. We bring you culture and taste. Art and entertainment. We bring you history and politics. And we got all things D.C. I even got you covered, Maryland and Virginia. Welcome to What's Going On, D.C. Shout out to the media prints for giving us what's going on DMV. I know there was a very popular um, conference that happened over the weekend. MadeCon was over the weekend. I seen all my niggas pull up. The whole industry was there. I wasn't there, though. You know, beef is beef, but whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Also, this morning is being brought to you by the Wake and Bake Fest. Okay, did you know we are nine, I mean, sorry, eight days away from the Wake and Bake Fest? Let me, t- I just, because it's Wake and Bake with BMO, let me just be honest with the people. Yeah. Can I be honest with the people? Go ahead. Sometimes it amazes me. Sometimes I get a peek at other people's like social media yeah. insights. I saw Tia swipe up on one of her stories one time. She had just put the story up. Like 700 people had looked at the joint, right? And she was like, oh, it's a low day. Yeah. <laughs> I see other people do that thing. And I want y'all to know when I swipe up my stories, like 85, 
90 people. Yeah. But we'd be selling out the events. Hmm. So some, the value of something is not in these numbers that you see on Instagram. No. I know we get caught up in these insights. I know we get caught up in these in these numbers and these metrics, mm-hmm. but I don't even know if we're quite reading them right. I actually noticed the other day, you know, you look at your story and it'll say people who went to the next one, people went to, who went to the exit, mm-hmm. and then it'll show you the engaged number. Well, if you take all the exit numbers and surprise them and, 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 and subtract them minus the engagement number, it's usually like six, seven people that's watching your stories. Yeah. My question to you content creators is, can you convert them six, seven people into sales? Can you convert those six, seven people into a real digital community? Mm-hmm. Or is the value of everything that you have in the view of how you see these numbers, in the aesthetic of how you see these numbers? Mm-hmm. I see that Instagram is giving you the option to hide your views mm-hmm. and hide your likes. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I want the people to know when they come to Wicked Bake Fest and it's full and we got sponsors and it looks well-funded and you got a T-shirt and you got some chocolate mm-hmm. and you walking away with a blunt and a good time, mm-hmm. we did that joint of 130 likes. That's crazy. Yeah. We did that joint with 60 story views a week. Yeah. I don't want to hear no excuses. I think I, most people are doubting the impact that they have on their community mm-hmm. because they're so uh, uh, wrapped up in the, uh-oh, that turns into a topic, but they're so wrapped up into the aesthetic of what social media and internet can provide and forget that the real impact that they have in real life. Mm-hmm. I want y'all niggas to know we doing this shit and it ain't like, I mean, I got a couple secret weapons up, up the sleeve, but it ain't like, I'm saying, I got to get the post yeah. that's sending situations. It ain't like I got a big email list. It ain't like I got a text list. It ain't like I'm jumping in y'all DMs every 20 minutes. Nah. High quality content, high engagement. When I talk to the sponsors, the thing that I tell them the most, and this is a dead ass fact, Wake and Bake with BMO has a 90% reach to engagement rate. That means right now, I don't know how many people are on my firewall list right now. They're on, Inst- on Instagram. But if there are 20 people on Instagram right now, mm-hmm. 15 of them are on the show or will be on the show by the end of this morning. And all 15 of them will engage. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. I love it here. But I don't want to talk more about numbers. I want to get to the show. Let's get to the show. What's up? You don't know. On the Wake and Bake Fest? Oh, pull up, become a Wake and Bake with BMO Night if you want to be a ticket. $15 gets you a free pre-roll at the door. $60 gets you two pre-rolls, a piece of chocolate, a candy, entry. We got Sunrise Yoga with my... Huh? And a shirt. And a shirt. Damn, it's crazy. We got Sunrise Yoga with my girl, Sine. We got a special episode of Wake and Bake with BMO Live on a Wednesday. Okay, we got something special going on. We got a rolling competition in which I invite you niggas. I wish... I wish these niggas would try to roll up and try to outroll me. <laughs> I'm hosting the rolling competition and I'm in it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I might judge the motherfucker too. <laughs> oh, and and one of the sponsors is giving away. This is my first time saying this. <clears throat> yeah. One of the sponsors is giving away. I asked them to give two hundred dollars in in kind donations, and they said, "All right, B, we can do one of two things. We can give you twenty pre rolls with wood tips." And I was like, "Ooh, I love me a wood tip pre roll." Yeah. Or they said, "Or." <laughs> We can give you one $200 fatty. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> $200 fatty, please. Yeah. <laughs> $200 fatty. So that would be the prize for the rolling competition. We have a special cannabis, which is like a cannabis cigar. It's got shatter. It's got high premium uh, uh, flour in there, coated in keef, stuffed, and it burns for two and a half hours. We got a two and a half hour blunt, Okay. I'm a real nigga. I don't know if I can smoke a blunt for two and a half hours. Hell no. I'll maybe give you 45. <laughs> so make sure y'all uh, get your tickets today. And then as always, you can donate to the show by going to bemoreauthentic.com backslash Durant, D-A-R-E-N-T. I hope the lady at the house puts the lower third down so you can <laughs> donate to the show. Okay, it costs us $223. You see the lights? Okay, this is not the sun. This is the lights. 
Okay, look at this. Watch this. Can you move the sun like that? No. All right. Uh-oh, did I fuck it up? All right, I think I'm good. I'm good. These things get hard. Yes, I know. These things get hard. That's for sure. All right. Um. All right, so let's get to the show, man. I feel like I done done a lot of talking about the show, but I ain't actually had the show. Micah said, let me say something so I can be counted. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, you Micah. <laughs> we appreciate you, big homie. So I can be counted. <laughs> I was hoping I was going to draw your attention in either way. But this morning, we have a very interesting episode. Okay. Okay. Um, strategically, I try not to give criticisms towards black women because niggas just don't. Niggas ain't got their shit together. So it feels very hard to be like, hey, women, get y'all shit together. Because y'all y'all got y'all shit together. It's just, we behind. So we have three very interesting topics with that in mind this morning. Um, the first topic we're going to talk about is if the internet ain't real, if the internet ain't real, I'm starting to think the bad bitches ain't real either. That's topic one. Topic two, we have unsolicited advice for black women. And then topic three, which happens to be According to the YouTube numbers and the, and the engagement numbers, we're going to have a little relationship talk because apparently love niggas, niggas love when we talk about our relationship. So we're going to talk about the freedoms that happen within our relationship. OK. Mm -hmm. All right. First up, I want to start with this question. If the Internet ain't real, I'm starting to believe that bad bitches ain't real either. Bad bitches ain't real Either. I don't know what happened over the weekend, um, but a young lady posted this video for her business about shapewear. All right. And I have a lot of thoughts about this, but let's just show the video first. Hey ladies, so we do have shapewear on Gorgeous Clientele VIP that already comes with padding, or you can order the padding separately to add to your garments that you already have. We have these items in black and nude if you guys are interested in these products make sure you check them out on the website and you can safely create the look that you want with shapewear and padding don't let anybody discourage you do what makes you feel good i saw because i follow a lot of woke women the tweet that i saw was that um instead of blaming this woman for creating shapewear we should blame beauty standards for creating one look at a time and if anything we should be celebrating a way that you can manipulate your shape without Cutting yourself, right, without the BBLs, in which we, I don't know, are we going to have the BBL conversation right now? Let's have the shapewear conversation right now, because the shapewear conversation feels a little more temporary yeah. than the, the BBL conversation. Right. So I saw that, um, and then I saw the second video. Play the second video. Mm -hmm. Being pretty, let me know, because... I, I don't care what nobody's saying. We are all tired. Like, stop lying. We are tired of the routine. And, you know, it's only one body type that's popular at a time. And then we all trying to, trying to morph our bodies into the one body type that's popular. Like, this is a lot. When y'all ready to be ugly, when y'all ready to be ugly, let me know. They will get used to it. I'm telling you, the dudes will adjust. If we all do it all at once, I'm telling you, but nobody believe me. If you... If we all become ugly all at once, I'm telling you, we're going to lower the standards of beauty. You won't have to do crazy routines. Like, if we do it all at once, though. We got to do it all at once, though. It can't just be some of us. You know what I'm saying? 
What's up? <laughs> I'm trying to be careful about what I want to say here. But if, if, if the internet ain't real, yeah. if the routine causes too much fatigue, mm-hmm. if the beauty standard has been elevated so much that women are doing extraneous things to their bodies, mm-hmm. makeup, shapewear, BBLs, these wigs, et cetera, et cetera, who's, who's it for? <laughs> <laughs> Because I see under the tweets, I see under the tweets, I see the women be like, this ain't for men. This ain't for the, this ain't for the male gays. And I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, are you sure? Right. Right. I don't, I don't want to center myself in this, in this conversation. But if I'm, if I look at the Shapewear video, who? Right. You doing this for yourself? I remember the song, in, I remember the, the line in Fancy. By Drake, right? Because mm-hmm. that's scripture. I remember the. <laughs> I remember the line in Fancy by Drake, and he said, uh, uh, "Women do it for themselves. Men never notice. You think we not gonna notice some hips?" <laughs> Again, I don't want to center myself in this conversation, but who is this for? And. <clears throat> And why does I just gotta say it? I gotta I gotta take the gloves off. I gotta say it. Why does it feel like black women are hiding behind the excuse of a beauty standard to participate in a, in a trend? Uh-oh. I told you it's gonna be a different episode. I'm not I'm not coming for black women because I feel like the stereotype for male co- podcasts is that we just come for women. It's a whole bunch of massage and all. But I'm I'm legit asking the question: If it's not for men, who is it? Who's it for? I'm conflicted because. Talk, you the woman on the podcast now. Yeah, I need you to talk to me. Yeah. Okay, so on the one hand, if it's not for men, it's for, you know, your own self-confidence, your own self-worth. But then why would you feel like you need, you know, hips or need to alter your body? Like That's what I'm t- Yeah, right. That's that's why I'm conflicted. Because if you were truly happy with yourself, satisfied with yourself, you would think that you were perfect the way that you are. Yeah, I mean. Okay. So then, so then, why do I twist my locks and cut my hair? Why do I wash my face and drink water obsessively? But that's not. Why did I put on shea butter before we started the show? That's not. I feel like, but those are. I don't know. It's different because I don't. So you saying there's a difference between being ashy and having hips that you don't got? Right, right. Because it's like. <laughs> I feel like ash is not your natural. St- I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay? I, don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I um. Yeah, like it's not your natural body. You weren't born with that. I don't know, because. So is, woo. Okay, let's break. Let's break this thing down. Is to have hips a beauty standard? Is that a new beauty standard? Yeah. Sure. Are we? I know that we haven't recognized that to have hips is of black women. Mm-hmm. So where did this beauty standard come from? Where are they saying this beauty standard come from? You know what's interesting? <laughs> okay, so you know black women are the blueprint, right? Of course. All of this didn't really start until the Kardashians like started emulating black women. Mm-hmm. And because they are, I guess, the blueprint for social media and like quote unquote society. 
everybody copied them. So now it's to the point where even they are photoshopped. Like, even though they had plastic surgery, they're still photoshopping their pictures. And now everybody else is, too. So basically, black women are the beauty standard, but we're still trying to keep up with it. Black women are emulating exaggerated blackness to yeah. keep up with an impossible beauty standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you not uh, agree? No, I, it's not. It's not a. It's not a point of agree or disagree. It's this beauty standard thing. Who is? <laughs> why do y'all care? That's a. That's a bad question. That's a bad question. Why do you care? Is not a bad. It's not a good question. I don't know what a better question is though. And I say that because I see the shape that old girl just had just now. Mm-hmm. That don't look no. possible. No, <laughs> it doesn't look natural. It don't look uh, real is not a good word, but it's the word I'm going to choose in this moment. It don't look realistic. Natural. Natural. Yeah. Lord of mercy. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid, I don't want to give too much criticism, but I am um, I am afraid for the regular bodied girl. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if you need to hear it from a man, although that shape is alluring, that's not a shape that I've honestly ever been dra- attracted to. Not that it's ugly, it's just not my type. That's pretty much what Geronimo said. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm a little is. Because I right now I'm stuck in a moment where I don't want to. I'm going to give unsolicited advice in the next segment. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much unsolicited advice because as I'm looking at the shapewear conversation, as I'm listening to this conversation about the beauty standards and the gaze of beauty that are that are being projected onto women and then women are participating, I'm recognizing that this is not my problem. Yeah. The the question I was trying to ask was to get to how can I be part of a solution for decolonizing the unrealistic look of the beauty standard? Um, just like, you know, it's not just like uh, we look to white people. They solve their problems around racism so that they could be a part of the solution. What are the problems that I am presenting towards women that codify or is it anything, or is it has anything to do with men at all? Is there something that men are doing that is codifying, that is qualifying, not qualifying, that is um, confirming that this is what we want? That is that is confirming that this beauty standard is in line with, I don't know, bro. I mean, I feel like. The beauty standard be kicking my ass because I don't know what y'all doing it for. I just don't, y'all bad either way. Like, I. What do you say? Um. There's an old comedian, he had a joke. I'm not going to say his name, but he liked pudding. Um, there's an old comedian who had a joke. Uh, he said, in the Bible, God made the tree, said it was good, saw it was good, the tree is still good. Mm-hmm. God made the bunny rabbit, <laughs> saw it was good, seen it was good, it's still good. Man made the car, 
called it terrific, fantastic, amazing. Mm-hmm. Man made the elevator, called it audacious and stupendous. Tree's still growing, bunny rabbit's still hopping, cars break down, elevators never work. Mm-hmm. There is something off about the verbiage of being a bad bitch. Okay. This is a double negative, right? Like just looking at just looking at the definitions of the word, the agreed definition of the word outside of the cultural uh, context. To be a bitch is bad. Yeah. To be bad. Is bad. Is yeah. bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think bad bitches are real. I don't think the concept, the idea, the formula of a bad bitch is real. I think that is as fake as the internet. Okay. That's my hypothesis. Mm. We got any we got any comments? Or you have a response to my hypothesis? Hmm. Okay. I don't disagree. It's like when you see a TikTok dance in real life. Like, damn, yeah. you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the TikTok, you look cool because you got the music or whatever. You're doing all the faces and shit. Yeah, but in the person, screen, man, you, yeah, you look like... stupid. You... <laughs> right. <laughs> you look dumb. It's like seeing a bad bitch in 3D. It's like, yeah, right here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as I hit this move, you look a little crazy. As soon as yeah. I turn to the side, your contour make you look wild. Like you're painting on your face. Right. And why your neck and your face two different colors? Let me not get the dragon. Let me not get the reading, okay? I'm supposed to be practicing reads on Saturday. My bad, my bad, my bad. Sweet. We got any comments? Oh, but I wanted to say... Oh, go ahead. Something that men could do. Um, I, I don't know if it's right to just say stop, you know, hyping up or praising the bad bitch because I, I don't know if that really solves a problem. No... And I feel like anything that men do is going to be misogynistic. So, like, so what's the <laughs> what's the unlearning that we can do to help? I don't know. I don't even I don't even know if solve this issue is the right verbiage because I don't even know if if manipulating manipulating your shape is a bad thing. We don't do right or wrong on the show no more. We abandoned that since we figured out that either or thinking is a white supremacy. I don't know. I feel like there's something off in this area. I feel like it is a problem, though. You feel like it's a problem? Yeah, not... Well, I feel like it's a problem for younger girls because mm. they, they're on the internet and they see this and they believe that this is the standard of beauty. Like, they want to look like this. Mm. Young as hell. Like, your body's not even done developing yet. <laughs> How do we get a new standard of beauty? How do we apply for that? <laughs> Is that who happens to shape culture in a specific time frame? Because, like, the early 2000s, it was a completely different standard of beauty. It was. They ain't even like hips in the early 2000s. No. Huh. And so then, if that's the case, when will this standard of beauty fall? I feel like it's already on its way out. Because I'm already seeing people... Kim Kardashian do not like Pete Davidson, and there's nothing you could tell me. <laughs> there's nothing you could tell me otherwise. <laughs> um, all right, we got any comments before we move on to the next segment? Yeah, Geronimo says, "How about we all follow where our loins naturally lead us?" Ain't seen a woman with the IG model look yet that does it for me. And then he said, "Other women, it's for other women. Men do the same thing to compete with other men." We do. Who said that? Geronimo. 
we're competing and I'm competing with other men for the beauty standard. You got to break, you got to break that down for me. Cause I, I'm sitting there thinking, am I? Low key. What am I doing? I'm thinking about men's day. What about it? You wanted to be cute. Yeah, I wanted to be cute, right. but not to be well, cuter than the other fellas. Well, no, I, I don't think it's like that. Like, I'm going to be cuter than all the bitches. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's Although, what I said before Men's Day. I'm going to be cuter before all the bitches, man. I'm going to be cute. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, sometimes that is the case, but I do see. Because I, I know that women who are into fashion do it for, you know, other women that are into fashion. Like, they know niggas don't care about labels. And stuff right, like right, that. right, right, right. Yeah. So, am I wearing clothes to impress other niggas? Sometimes, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's very fair. That's okay. very fair. I do have. I have. I have status clothes to let niggas know. Girls don't. I don't give a shit. But to let niggas know, I will pull out the ambush ones. I will pull out. I will pull out the J's. So niggas be like, oh, mm-hmm. that nigga got money. Should I do it on Instagram all the time? <laughs> I do it on Instagram all the time. Great point, Geronimo. Okay. Geronimo also says... Okay, Geronimo on it this morning, hey? Yeah. Don't be afraid for the natural-bodied woman. She's still highly desired offline and outside of the nightclub scene. That's real. So, okay. So then maybe our job might be to, I don't know, create some type of promotion or printed publication that, um, you know, uh, uh, compliments and features and luxuriizes the women outside of the archetype. If only there was such a publication <laughs> in pre-production... Oh! Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Any other comments? Micah says, disengage the measurable marketing tools. Most of us don't see seek out that girl in real life, but because of the allure, we lead the algorithms to believe we like it. Adjust the measurable marketing stats. The standards follow. You know, this is a good point. When I was, I was telling you this, I was having trouble on my Instagram. Every time I would go to like the explore page, even just to search something, because I don't even be exploring the explore page, but I go to the, the little magnifying joint and the first picture for like the longest time was ass, like some form of look at my ass. And I'm like, I don't even be liking this shit. Like I got a whole nother Twitter and Instagram dedicated to sex workers and the sex industry specifically because I don't want the BMO ground algorithm to look a specific way. I'll be at work. I be pulling up the Instagram on my fucking work computer while I'm projected while I'm projected on the big screens. The last thing I need is just an ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've actually had to do the work of every time I go to the explore screen and there's an ass there. I've had to say not interested, mm-hmm. and that just feels stupid. I never liked an ass. <laughs> we got some more comments. Go ahead. Okay. Uh... Izzy says, it definitely starts when you're young. I remember being in first grade, having boys, first grade, that's six years old. Remember having boys talk to me about how I looked and what I needed to do to look better. All right. All right, six-year-old nigga. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bro. (laughs) How dare you? And then she said, skinny BBLs are a thing. Say what? Yeah, skinny BBLs are a thing. What do I mean? Like. A light BBL? BBL basically, light? Basically, Get yeah. the fuck like, out of here. You to get a BBL because, you know, BBL is like you transfer yeah. the fat somewhere else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, we did, did niggas do like talking about bodies, though. That that was. That's something we, we said before. About that? Or? No. Oh, okay. But niggas do love to. I mean, we can if you want to talk about it now. But uh, niggas do love to talk about bodies and not even just the bodies of a woman. 
this turn on <laughs> later in the house illuminated something to me. I'd be, I'd be listening to ESPN and watching YouTube of uh, a sports analysis all the time. What's the number one thing these niggas be talking about? Their bodies and how niggas perform and what they can and can't do and their athleticism and all the other shit. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite clips from, uh, Inside the NBA on TNT. Is that inside the NBA? I don't know what the fuck it is. Whatever the TNT show is. The other the TNT basketball show is. One of my favorite clips is uh, when um, Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone are doing like a guest interview. And Charles Barkley out of nowhere says, man, your body look really great in the movie, man. It look really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your bo- no, he said, your body look fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> That's what he Michael said. Michael B. Jordan said, your body looks, <laughs> first of all, your body looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. And Michael was like, uh, what? whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> relax. <laughs> relax. Relax, Charles. Right. <laughs> um, all right, we got any more comments? Because it's, it's rolling time. Drew says, men compete in a way. We got to look good for black men. Our hair is important, and we got to come off as powerful and strong. Very true. Very true. Very true. I mean, I take back. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. I take back the thought that men aren't competing for the beauty standards. We are. We're competing with each other. Mm -hmm. But I ain't seen no nigga get cut, though. Mm -hmm. I ain't seen no nigga get surgery trying to keep up with another nigga, though. Uh I ain't seen it. I've no women in my life who have gotten surgeries to keep up with the beauty standard. I don't know. Not one nigga in the 32 years of my life. I've heard niggas who get calf injections. I heard niggas who get penis enlargements. I heard niggas who get like fake chests. Um, you know, they say Drake went to went to Dr. Miami or whatever. Is he just said Drake? You know what I'm saying? I, I hear this, but I don't be seeing these niggas in real life. Okay. Hmm. That's a good point. Perfect example. Jeff. I'm not trying to keep up with Jeff. Mm. The man fine. <laughs> and there's, and there's, I could be jealous, which I am. <laughs> I could be upset, <laughs> which I be. <laughs> but there's nothing I can really do yeah. to look like Jeff. I can't even grow a beard. Look. Not yeah, there. <laughs> I got shit under my chin. Right. <laughs> and I got a patch where my dimple should be on this side. That's it. All right, y'all, it's rolling time. All right. Uh, this morning, rolling time is being brought to us still by my man, Chiquette. The I Want You video is out now in them Marata, available wherever you watch music videos on YouTube, um, specifically on YouTube. Chiquette, C-H-E-A-K-A-I-T-Y. We have the second half of this video, I Want You, featuring Kramer. All right. Uh, check out this video. We're going to roll this blunt, and we'll be right back with more. Awake and bake with B-Mo, yeah. I want Legato that time. <laughs> I want to tie the notes together. Now I'm a musician. I, I tied the notes. You. Okay. I, I want, want, want you. you. Nigga, I want you. I really want you, babe. I really 
Sometimes I wonder why. Why you don't want me back? So won't you come my way? Fuck what your daddy say. Won't you bring it back? Won't you let me keep you safe? I want you, want you, want you, want you. Welcome back to Hawaii Bake with your B Mo. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Chiquette, for I Want You and Kramer, JD, Monty M, all the wonderful people over the team over there. We really appreciate all the work, hard work that you did to create this visual. Uh, make sure y'all check that out. Make sure y'all check out Chiquette uh, in their Morata. The name of the album is Grown Man. Mm-hmm. Grown Man, and he also has a, a, a mixtape out right now called A Groovy Mixtape. So make sure y'all check that out. Follow my man, Chiquette. Um, no shade. No shade. But the people who went to the MAID conference this weekend, they called me, um, and I say no shade because we know how we feel about the the, make, the, the maker of the MAID conference. Um, <laughs> the beef is there. It's real. Um, 
And now, you know what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> and I think she's okay with that. We're just not going to like each other. Yeah. Uh, and until we're forced into a situation that unifies the separate parts of our industry, I think we'll be okay. But people who went to the May conference, they said, uh, one of the things they said to me was, it was for a particular type of artist. And that did not include the R&B, soul, funk, pole, mm. funk, um, not R&B, soul, punk, funk, uh, soul, country, yeah. alternative music genres. So a whole bunch of R&B, not R&B, a whole bunch of rap and hip hop happening wow. over there. And I think, and I feel like that's a majority of the participators in the, the chocolate city industry is of the hip hop persuasion. Yeah. But we got some bangers, man. Oh yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I, if, if I can, huh? They sleep on the R&B. They do. <laughs> if I could knight myself an ambassador of the R&B soul musical genres, y'all niggas watch out. Oh yeah. Because there's some shit coming down man. the line, man. I've heard some niggas have sent me some previews and some samples. Man, I've heard some things. Some things that belong on the radio. We'll just see if the industry actually matches. All right? Um, let's spark this blunt, though. This morning's blunt is being sponsored by the good folks over at Street Lawyer Services, D.C., I-71 Shop. They won that vote. Hey. <laughs> I have my thoughts about it, but make sure y'all head on down to Street Lawyer Services so you can get some of the finest cannabis in the city. Okay, I keep hearing about these new shops. I keep emailing y'all, but y'all not hitting me back. All right, I want to test you. I don't know if I got time to go on my mini rant. <laughs> but we've been sending out sponsorship proposals and pitch decks. I probably sent it to like 85 people now, specifically for Wake and Bake Fest. Yeah. 85 people send this thing up, follow follow through. We currently have five sponsors for the Waking Bed Fest. Mm -hmm. Again, y'all, 60, 70 views on the story a day, like mm -hmm. averaging 120 likes. Like this. Anyway, we have five sponsors, people who are going to pay us real money to put this thing on. And sending out the sponsors, I noticed a difference in response. Okay. Um, if I sent to a black brand, I send a proposal, and if you see my proposal, it's very detailed. It's got the names, it's got the time, it's got what we need, it's got the sponsorship levels. It's got all these things in there. It's as short as it can be. You got the pitch deck in there, which has our stats about who we reach, how we reach, the partnerships we have with the Washington Informer Bridge, et cetera. When I get a call from a black person who has gotten my email, the first question is usually, all right, so what's this again? <laughs> Who's this for? What's the name of it? What y'all need? How much I need to sponsor? I don't get it. Can you send me some language that helps me explain? That's usually what niggas say after I send them an email, right? Lord. Unfortunately, the two white boys who are sponsoring the situation, they called me basically proposing to me. Like, oh, we see it's the Wake and Bake Fest from 7 to, to noon. It's a very interesting time to have a morning thing. I see that you have sales on Eventbrite. We looked that up ourselves. Here's how we're going to participate, and this is what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. Niggas don't read. Mm -hmm. According to my little small survey just now, niggas don't read. No. Like, it's just not happening. <laughs> it's just not happening. Anyway, I break off of my rent, and I bring you... Did you already make a lower third? Yeah, it, it's gone now, but I can put it back up. For what? For the next topic? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I got it. I'm trying to think if I should skip it, though. Let me spark this one and figure, figure out how <laughs> which, I feel. Which one do you want to do? Because I guess we can only do one more. We can only do one more topic. Um... Fuck it, I'll just say it because I feel like I've been skating around it, all right? I have unsolicited advice for black women. That's right. <laughs> I have unsolicited advice for black women. And it starts, I was walking to the train, 
uh, from Union Station, which means, I mean, walking to the train is about school, school time was out. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch of high schoolers just walking around, essentially. I'm looking at these two black boys who are standing in front of me. They have not spoken a word since I've been walking with them. Have not spoken a word to each other. Mm-hmm. We get to this hill. These two individuals, they look at each other. They just look at each other. Mm-hmm. And then they take off running. <laughs> now, I catch up to them because they finish running at the bottom hill. They're out of breath. They laugh and they're talking. A key key in. It turns out they just had a race. Mm-hmm. An unsolicited, purposeless <laughs> race. Mm-hmm. Just broke out running. Yeah. And that made me think. I've been alive 32 years going on 33. I don't know if I've ever seen black women do that. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen two black girls look at each other and just break out in a race. Now, of course, there's a lot of reasons of why that would happen. Mm-hmm. But that leads me to my unsolicited advice for black women as I like my blunt. Okay. And I don't like to give advice to black women because niggas ain't shit. But if I could give a piece of advice to black women... It's real dramatic right now. Yeah. I want y'all to do things without purpose. I want black women to, to move in situations or even pick up a philosophy of non-intentionality. Because everything that I have witnessed from black women in my 32 years of life, and I don't mean to sound dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but like most of the things that I've seen black women do in my entire life have been planned, mm-hmm. intentioned, Purpose, have an outcome, an outcome that advances upon their social agenda. Hmm. White women don't move that way. White women can't even dance. You know what? You're right. White men don't move that way. Black men don't move that way. Latino men don't move that way. Asian women don't move that way. Maybe Asian women less 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 so. You and Asian, not you, but black women and Asian women have something in common when it comes to that. I don't see a lot of purposeless actions until you showed me a video yesterday that reminded me of the new the new the new version of the of the carefree black woman the carefree black woman mm-hmm. and it's Meg Stallion yeah and surprisingly Jasmine Sullivan <laughs> Lady of House showed me a video yesterday it was Jasmine Sullivan and Meg Stallion and, and JT. JT at the Grammys right no it was just uh, Jasmine Sullivan's birthday Jasmine Sullivan's birthday and in the video Jasmine Sullivan who's the R&B singer is cheering Meg, who just begins twerking. I don't know yeah. when it's, I just, just starts twerking for no reason. And Jasmine had two handfuls of <laughs> Don Julio. <laughs> <laughs> and helping Meg shake her ass right. with a handful of John Julio, probably on the boat already. Right. The most carefree I see black women is when y'all twerk for them eight counts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said this when I was doing the YouTube uh, research. The twerk has become the liberated move of black women. Y'all literally throwing y'all ass anywhere you see fit. That is the most carefree that I see black women. Hmm. I want more purposeless black women activities. I want randomness. And you don't got to do this. This is what I want, because I understand. Fuck you, BMO. We ain't living for you, nigga. <laughs> I ain't got shit to do with you, nigga. You going to tell us to stay off the shapewear and say we need to be carefree? Fuck off. I understand that the world... And when I say the word, I want you to read niggas, black men. It's not ready for women, black women specifically, to move carefree. 
Mm-hmm. Niggas always, I just seen this morning, Cam Newton talking about, I love, well, his comments weren't off, but you know, he ain't had to say it. I want a woman who who can cook and no one to be quiet. Like, goddamn. Oh, Lord, we still there? <laughs> be quiet. It was, what he, what Cam said wasn't wrong. It's just not the time and place. It's not the time in society to say exactly what you want from women. You want a partner. You want someone that you can communicate with. You don't want somebody that can cook and no one to be quiet. You're saying the same things, but you're saying it fucked up. That's what I'm saying. That sounds like 1950. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you want a partner. Right. You want somebody that can bring something to the table effort-wise, financially-wise, energy-wise, even food-wise, if you want to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that you can communicate with, not somebody that cooks and shuts up. God damn. <laughs> God damn. That's what I'm saying. If niggas is still, if niggas can't even change their language to partnership. Right. Then like, how can I expect black women to live carefree? Man. <laughs> That's my two cents. I have more unsolicited advice, but until niggas take another step, <laughs> niggas didn't take a step to get this, this unsolicited advice. I just had it in my head. Until niggas take another step towards being on the precipice of a new nigga, I think I'm going to keep that unsolicited advice to myself because women are already doing the work. Yeah. Like with um the new episode of Atlanta that came out, it showed a, it showed a reality in which we had a very capitalistic-centered version of reparations. I hope to God reparations don't happen that way because then we get murdered. Right. Then we get hurt, right? I hope it is coming from a central source and not necessarily coming from the people who owned us because, man, if I got to go to the foothills of Alabama to see a white man about money owed to me, y'all not going to see me again. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's it for your boy Bimo. You think that shit just went out in the wash? You think through generations this thing is not, not fucking with me? Get out of here. I'm not going to see no former slave owner in Alabama to get some money. Anyway, right. like we saw with that, black people have done the work to... Bet people have begun to do the work that is going to liberate our minds outside of the financial restitutions that need to occur in order for equity to happen in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to that, women have done the work to liberate their minds so that when the patriarchy falls, they won't just be victims of patriarchy. They'll be full-fledged women. Men have not done that work. So until men have done that work, I don't feel comfortable giving advice to the liberated woman. But man, I want to see y'all do some purposeless shit. I want to see more. I want a black woman, Eric Andre. Oh. And I would say that Z-Way, but Z-Way gives too much of a fuck. Definitely. She's trying to attach too many things, right? I want to see a black woman jackass. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see black women in MMA. I want to see black women doing random cartwheels. I want to see black women streakers. I want to see black women as publishers of dirty magazines. Like I want to see black women doing things that are breaking this respectability, respectability blueprint Mm -hmm. that are outside of this safety that we need to put black women in so that they can feel safe in society. Cause you know, we know safety ain't real. Safety is about as real as a motherfucking shapewear pants. (laughs) Capitalism has convinced you that you can be safe, but you can't be safe. Get hit by an asteroid right now. A nigga would never know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Outside of, and see, we put safety in that that context so that we can put other people, tell them to be safe. (coughs) I'd love to see black women. I'd love to see Run Girl Co. They're not looking for my advice, but I'd love to see y'all do a night run. Mm. That's what I mean. 
And that's not all on Run Girl Co. That's not all on these coalitions of black women who run together. That's not, I'm not even, I'm not even placing a charge on y'all. Actually, the charge is on society. How can we create better atmospheres so we can get a black woman, Eric Andre? Monique was right. You know why there hasn't been a black comedian who's had a run like Dave Chappelle, who's had a run like Martin Lawrence? Because they safe. Wow. And the one person who wasn't safe, Monique, right. got blacklisted. I think that's that's part of why black yeah. people don't. So, damn, my advice, my unsolicited advice to black women is not even for black women. No. It's for black women, but it's not to black women. They're the recipients, yeah. Damn. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked. I just thought about that. That's fucked up. Damn. Imagine a world. Let's see here. Let me think here. Imagine a world where Kerry Washington walks onto the stage of the Grammys and slaps Monique because she made a joke about Nandi Asamoah. Mm. Man, uh, that's the equity I want to see. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what I want to see. <laughs> that's it. But you know what it's time for right now? What? Well, we got any comments? Uh, have, have people responded to my unsolicited advice of black women? Have I been canceled? No, Lawrence, <laughs> okay. I was trying to tap you. Lauren said, facts, my girls and I will break into dance or song almost anywhere, especially when eating, have the right song play, body rolls all day. All day. <sighs> I can see that. I can see Lauren yeah. busting out into 20 minutes of straight body rolls. <laughs> <laughs> the front one, the side <laughs> ones. <laughs> Go ahead. That's, that's it. Oh, I haven't been canceled? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But it's time for the oh. burning question. Jess said. For the roacher. You said Jeff? Oh, no, Jess. Okay. Ah, yeah, my male crush. <laughs> you said Jeff is here? <laughs> she said that's the equity I want to see. That's the equity I want to see. Mm -hmm. I want to see Carrie Washington slap the shit out of, out of Samoa because she was hitting on motherfucking Nandi Asamoah at the Grammys. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> Man, imagine a world, though. What? Yeah. And we talk about the same way, like, how dare she? Not. <laughs> I saw a video of uh, there was a fight at the NASCAR race, yeah. right? And all the black folks had quote tweeted, "Oh no, I'm y'all should be so embarrassed." Right. <laughs> so what if he fell and hit his head? <laughs> oh, what if that was Betty White? <laughs> I quoted tweet. I jumped in and I said, "Oh no, what if the blacks are watching?" Right. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jane. But it's time now. Burning question. I wish I just had flames going on me, right? <laughs> hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh-huh. I'm kind of curious in another piece of unsolicited advice you have. You want another piece of unsolicited advice for black women? Yeah, just one. Just one? Yeah. <laughs> don't get don't, don't go yeah. too far, nigga. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Do I have another piece of unsolicited advice for black women? Or it's it's in the same lane. Yeah. Oh, it's in the same lane, but I'll use a different example. Okay. I need y'all to stop giving so much of a fuck. Black women care too much. 
You care too much. And honestly, the way that you care is your superpower. But maybe y'all not superheroes. (laughs) Maybe y'all just regular ass people like the rest of us. Maybe I shouldn't expect you to be uh, uh, strong and, and, and resilient and know the right answers. And to, and to have a feeling towards the situation. Black women, I would say if I had to categorize black women as, as one thing, y'all are empaths. Naturally, empath- and naturally empathetic, which I love. But man, sometimes y'all give too much of a fuck. Hmm. Too much. I feel that. I've seen women get jobs that they don't want and then get two degrees to get paid more at their job. At the job that they don't want? Yeah. Damn. I've only seen black women do that. I've only seen black women. It died. It died? That's yeah. fine. Um, I've only seen black women participate in something they don't want to and then go get certified to do that thing. Wow. Hmm. It, it low-key impresses me. Um, It low-key impresses me. Or... And I hate to bring I hate to bring dating into it because I know niggas love talking about women and dating. But man, I think y'all give too much a fuck about dating. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like y'all care too much about like the rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. Or like and y'all and I feel like y'all care too much about what other people think. And I'm not yeah. saying this is all a bad thing, but I, if I had some unsolicited advice, I wish black women could grow a fuck it bone, a fuck off bone. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah. Last one. Last one. You only asked for one. And stop motherfucking apologizing. Oh, I'm getting sick and tired of you black women apologizing. Every time I turn, you walk in a room, sorry. Why? Stop. Uh, stop it. Oh, no. Huh? No, it's not manners. <laughs> it's not manners. You're, in, you're internally minimizing yourself. Stop it. You were here. You were here. <laughs> Every time a woman apologizes, and I be and, and my manners in me is be being like, okay, don't say what you want to say. But every time a woman apologizes, I'd be like, if you apologize to me again, we gonna not talk again. <laughs> we never gonna talk again. I'm not apologizing to you. Have we violated? If there was violation here, you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here if there was violation here. Cut that shit out. (laughs) Actually, you know what? Fuck the other advice. Still have purpose and give a fuck, but stop apologizing. Cut that shit out. Do me a favor today. All black women listening right now. I'm listening to you two right right now, lady. And I was wondering if she's going to do it. All black women, raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, black woman... (laughs) Lady, house is not participating. That's okay. (laughs) I, black woman... Will not apologize today, even if I'm wrong. Okay. Try it today. Today, don't apologize. For what? For what? Tomorrow, just don't apologize for the things that you're not wrong about. Then we can ease this thing off. And by the time we meet on Thursday... We can find a balance. I don't know if solutions take a day. But man, please, please, 
I'm begging, actually. <laughs> Black women, please. Oh, God. I answer your question. Hmm? I answer your question. Yeah. You got any other burning, uh, not any burning questions? You got any comments? Uh, Safia says. Safia. <laughs> <laughs> I miss seeing the people's names. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I be seeing the people's names and I think of their, their little. <laughs> Maybe we got to just record different. I'm going to record different sound bites for names. And when the lady house see your name, we're going to press the button. I think that's yeah. what we got to do. I think that's yeah. what we got. Ooh, Safia. Safia. Fia. <laughs> Who else is on there right now? Who name you see right now? Um, I see Danny. Danny, Danny. <laughs> I saw Kendall and Yaj. Oh man, they don't got no, they don't got no tag. Yeah, Troy was here. Troy. Yeah. Truck was here. It's the big dog. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta record all these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. We want to thank y'all for watching another episode of Tuesday and Thursday, 8 a.m. ish. Spark you a bunt. Let's get high in this bitch. Wake and bake with your BMO. Yeah. You can always catch us on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter as the instant replay right after we're done. Um, get tickets for Wake and Bake Fest. I know. I know. I know. What type of nigga throw a festival <laughs> in the middle of the week at 7 in the morning? <laughs> It's called intention. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. It's just intent. I, I just want the people to be one day. Yeah. One day. Be intentional. Today I am going to wake and bake, and that's it. Mm -hmm. I might listen to a little podcast. We got that for you. I might roll another blunt. We got that for you. Mm -hmm. I might want to listen to some music. We got that for you. I might want to hear a little sunrise yoga. We got that for you. Mm -hmm. I might want to talk some shit with some artists and some other cannabis experts. We got that for you. I'm not even selling this shit right now. If I could, if we got the right sponsor, it'd be free. I swear to God to you, it'd be free. Yeah. But because we don't have the right sponsor at the moment, I got to charge you $15. It'd be free. I just want you to pull up, smoke a blunt with us, hear what the fuck we got to say, enjoy yourself, enjoy your 420. I'm not a man of holidays. I don't even understand why we celebrate 420, but I love 420. Mm -hmm. ain't, that our, ain't that our anniversary too? Yeah, it's like the day before. Our anniversary is on 19? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> this relationship. Hmm? This relationship. Of uh, this relationship. Yeah. I think it's funny that I am I am both your longest relationship and your most recent ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that nigga was wildin'. <laughs> that nigga was wildin'. Anyway, we won't get into that this morning. Thank y'all for watching. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Of course, we got some mica for you at the end of the day, okay? You don't get that, no what? <laughs> I don't know how many... Raise a hand. How many people actually listen to the whole thing and be like, hey, I actually, I fuck with that song. I, wanna, <laughs> uh, I actually want to listen to that. Can y'all shut the fuck up? <laughs> Can y'all shut the fuck up and get to the song? <laughs> All right, y'all. Good morning. See you Thursday. Good morning, y'all. Well, these lights got me looking great, though. <laughs> I see you adjusted lights mid-show. Yeah, it was getting a little bright, but you look good. I'm good? Yeah. Let my eyes
Would you mind if we both go in there? 